The XFL Gambling Podcast Week 5 Reaction Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Bet $100, get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the sports gambling podcast. Yes. Their final four watch party, April 1st at 7 30 PM. SGP will be live at the ice house in uh, Los Angeles. So come on hang out with the crew. All the info is available at sports gambling slash ice house. Hey, it's Scooby right here. AKA shark dog. Listening to SGP and let it ride. Is this or is it not the XFL? Yes, it is. Do I or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. To the XFL Gambling Podcast Week 5 Reaction Show. It's been a wild week, and uh, there's currently still a game going on right now. Uh, the uh, Arlington Renegades clinging to a two point lead in San Antonio against the Brahms. We're going to talk more about it as that game should go final uh, pretty soon here. Uh, but if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, a.k.a. Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. Currently 3-0 ATS on my XFL place. Waiting for this fourth game. Waiting for this fourth game. And I've been waiting to talk to you guys. I am joined by my co-host, Give it up for I just was hanging out with this guy in Las Vegas, Nevada. Host of the Bottom Line Bombs podcast. They call him the man in the box. We were watching Battle Hawk. We were demanding uh, you know, Sea Dragon <laughs> football at the casinos in Vegas. Give it up for CJ Sullivan. How you doing, man? I'm great. All right, just making sure you weren't hitting the hitting the DJ boards. Great. I'm so excited for this game. Uh not this game. This this show itself. I was just in Vegas with you, Cody, but this is your moment. This yes. is your day. We, people and we uh got to witness it live. The the Danuch in Vegas on Thursday. We told him, you know, madness can happen anytime. Let's get the the Danuch taking down Houston and proving Dundee's power rankings correct mm, only mm. comes. I mean, it's 23 years in the making, 23 years in the making. And that is CJ Sullivan. And here's the introduction. He's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic circle, wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush. And tomorrow afternoon, he's going to show up at your poolside with a million dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. Oh my God. The quarterback is 
host. I didn't mean to do that one. Look, I was just in Vegas for six days. So rhythm. Rhythm's a little bit of an issue here. We are joined by third man in the booth. You know this guy. You better be subscribed to the old fashioned football podcast because he is the host of that. We call him Liquid Lunch here. Give it up for Justin Mark, aka J Mark. How you doing, brother? Doing good, doing good. I'm I'm ready to concede that Seattle or St. Louis is not better than DC. Oh, well, what um, else? Ready, what else do you want to say? What else do you want to say? I'm I'm very <laughs> curious. I'm very curious because you know you I, you know you guys were clowning me a little bit, and I know uh, you know you were talking stacking the money green and Kramer. I even saw one of Kramer's uh, DMs from uh, from Slack where you know you got I you, I'm curious the, the take in, on the Houston Roughnecks being the top. Are they still the your number one team? I guess we'll get to our power rankings, but uh, I feel like. I feel like Colby's looking for a, I'm sorry, you were right. And I was wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, just an unbelievable week. And once again, I like, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll hop into it. We'll hop into it. That is the first game to talk about though. That is the first game to talk about was Thursday night action or off next at the sea dragons didn't chart well, but then again, when you're going up, uh, you're going up that late at night. And also after a lot of March madness, Kind yes. Of, kind of forecasted that one. Um, you did. I like to say uh, this is the day you were proven right where the Seattle, they beat you could be calling Houston, not a fraud, but you know, the definitely suspect schedule, but w- even, even though the Seattle sea dragons pulled off the victory of the season, they still went down in your power rankings because they didn't get 300 <laughs> yard total yards, True. your yardage only kind of, <laughs> kind of a knock on the sea dragons. If you're looking at the yardage thing, although there's a reason why I took the under, yeah, and that's because they practice against that offense every single day. I, I figured, you know, I still thought Seattle would get to three hundred personally, and they they were just a, a a hair short there, but they still they still were the top offensive team in the game, and obviously made big impacts on uh, special teams. Yeah, uh, and you know, Danuch Danuch still, uh, you know, he's still holding on to your title. He did he did enjoy giving the ball away. Everybody eats. Everybody gets a plate. Defense gets a ball. Offense gets a ball. D backs running back. Everybody gets a ball when the Danuch is involved. They had then, four turnovers and they still won oh, the game. My God. And he does it at the most unbelievable times, too. The game was over until Danuch said, ah, let's make an let's make an ending out of this. <laughs> he just I gives mean, them back the ball, pick, <laughs> touchdown. Like, what are you doing, Danuch? They never trailed in the game. They never, never trailed true. in the game, but they should have so, won by a lot, a lot more. It's like they, they let them hang around in for sure. <laughs> oh man. That's we, got, we got Moneyline Mac in the house who says, uh, you know, he's looking to, p- to purchase some strippers on his golf cart, which is <laughs> talking about a crazy drunk old man that was uh, sitting next to us in Vegas who probably achieved that this weekend. If I had to bet. Um, shout he out to Nick Fortune. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Vegas, Vegas is Vegas, man. Vegas, you get some, you get some, some characters, and some Nick. rich characters, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, guys, okay. Honestly, I know we got to do our power rankings. Tell me, Houston's just not that good. I think they're solid, but the reality is, is they played a bunch of shitty teams. Now we'll see. I got them losing this weekend in in, uh, in DC, or next Monday, I should say. But I think when you start to get you know play tougher teams, especially when you have to go on the road, even though you know I know Seattle's fan turnout wasn't like a 
'90s Sonics game or anything, but um, it was it was all right. And it, it, the fact that you had to leave and it was still a little cold, I feel like I think that played into it some. But really, I just feel like they finally played a decent team. I know Reddit or whatever the fuck was coming at me, calling me an idiot. <laughs> I ask you how you doing right now, and I can't wait. I don't even want to finish it because I believe next week we'll have a a, a similar result. J Mark, what'd you make of, of uh, this game? And what would you, what'd you make overall about the roughnecks? Well, first of all, pat on the back because all three of us were on the right side of this one. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I did have my heart gut fighting each other, shout out to Nick fortune. This is why you listen to the XFL gambling podcast. His account went from 20 to hundred because of our picks. Yes. Fucking go. That's right, um, Nick fortune. Yeah. Seattle wasn't only the best offense. I know Houston had the turnovers, but I think that was more on the Danuch given it to him. I think Seattle was the best defense held Houston to zero points through the yeah. first three quarters. And that's an offense that had moved the ball pretty efficiently. Now, granted it could have been because of the teams they played, but um, if Seattle's defense keeps playing like this, yeah. they're going to be very tough to beat. They were the best unit on the field for sure. It was weird. Yeah. That was, yeah. that was weird. It was the June Jones revenge game. I'm not going to kill Houston too much for it as much as Kobe would love to. And I'm, I mean, he was Kobe's right. This is his moment to shine with it. But it was a Thursday night game in Seattle at night. June Jones revenge. The whole coordinators knowing each other. I mean, it was a terrible showing by them. But maybe even a look ahead to DC. Who knows the game of the game? But uh, well, the good news this, is is they get what like fifteen days off. I feel like or thirteen right. days off. So I can't. I can't do math besides no, money no. in my account. <laughs> but uh, yeah, not thirteen days off. It's like what nine. <laughs> <laughs> I think nine. Keeps getting yeah. smaller. Nine days off, right? But it was um, weird to see them do nothing. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I kind of thought the game would go exactly that way. I mean, I, I, I shouldn't say I thought it'd be a, a shutout, but I thought, hey, these teams practice against each other. That's why we played the under here. Uh, I think we were all on yeah. board on the under, weren't we? We were all on board with the under and all yeah. on board with Seattle with that one. Actually, yeah. I I was on the over. I thought this mm. was gonna be a fireworks game, and we got close at the end there. I thought they were gonna end up squeezing that over in there, but yeah, it's yeah, always in the, play. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I was on the over. I thought uh, I thought that we were gonna have more scoring. I thought Houston would be able to keep up a little bit better through the first three quarters. Basically, that's the beauty of a that's the beauty of an over with Danuch. It doesn't <laughs> right? mean it could be a defensive yeah. absolute, yeah. stalemate. Danuch says, "You know what? Let's let's all let's everybody eat with this one. Let's all get some points." <laughs> But I, I figured, you know, they run the same exact, you know, pretty much the same right. exact offense, you know. Uh, yeah. So I, I just f- felt like that would be the case there. Shout out to June Jones as finally they're starting to come up on the winning side of these after a, a rough start. But I will for- say underrated two weeks in a row. Now Seattle's offense has not really been doing uh, that great. For them. So that's originally why you have them so high in your rankings because of the ceiling close of June Jones's offense and what they were doing early in the season. And that's, this is back to back great wins, yeah. but not, but not good with the, uh, with the offense of the yards or anything with it. True. They were well, shut I mean, out. They were shut out the second half till the end. Pretty much that last touchdown. Yeah. I mean, but they, they still outgained the other team, but I yeah, get yeah. your point. And yeah, I, yeah. I do find it fitting that the, the OG roughnecks coach who went undefeated there was the, 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 the guy to give the roughnecks their first loss, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Full circle. Everything Poetic always comes justice. full circle. Um, so, <laughs> so let's just, so let's sign Colby up to the Reddit threads and the Facebook groups. Let's get him out there. Let's unleash <laughs> yeah. him this week and yeah. just lay some trolls. Yeah, that's right. Cur- curious how you guys are doing, and I'm curious uh, in this next game because uh, 
I believe a lot of the comments were actually because I thought the St. Louis Battlehawks weren't that good. Well, uh, the DC defenders flushed the toilet. Just, this game went pretty much. Well, I, I gotta be honest. I thought, I thought Tamu would throw for more, mm. but, uh, but yeah, this, uh, this game went the way I expected. I thought they dominate the line of scrimmage. And then the reality is Greg Williams and the DC defender defense is fantastic. Uh, they limited the, uh, now the battle Hawks, I feel like late in the game, got some garbage yards, but, uh, overall this team came out the defenders. I thought punched them in the fucking mouth. I thought the way they were blitzing the ball, hitting, uh, hitting the quarterback, getting after it. And then Abram Smith. And, and I know I want to shout out you CJ. Cause that was your DFS play. And yeah. Wow. He's got to be the XFL's all-time leading uh, rusher in game. All yeah, I mean he leads the league in rushing them, yards, right? touchdowns, everything. Now he's got, he had over two hundred yards, three touchdowns. Um, he was just a beast. He couldn't he, they couldn't stop him, and they couldn't stop the D line. That was definitely a statement game for DC. It was, I mean, it was a, it was a bloodbath. It was a, it was a like a, more of a match than that first game. That's for sure. They they beat the brakes off. I mean, that was in in St. Louis with the crowd. That was basically all they had uh, going for and um. Yeah, they, DC just shut them right up. Ran, ran the ball and told them they're about to run it. And yeah. you told them they're going to run it. But, and that, me and uh, J Mark were talking a little bit pre episode. And I said, you know, I know I have the future. I have a future on Seattle and DC were the first ones I bought. I even bought a late one right before right before the season started on Arlington. That's cooked. Although, I don't know. I guess yeah. they might win this game here. Um, yeah. No. Uh, Rob, Greg Williams was the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, buddy, back in the day. Um, shout out to Rob Donaldson though. Um, yeah. Greg Williams is the, in my opinion, he's the sharpest defensive mind we have in the XFL and those schemes were coming at them. AJ McCarron, I thought looked like a deer in the headlights, a lot of the game. Mm. Uh, and obviously the fact that the way they can run the ball and this is going like, this is what I was trying to say a second ago, me and J Mark were talking pre episode and I said, dude, I think especially in these alt leagues. The team, we saw it, you know, I thought a pretty solid job in the USFL. I thought the two offensive lines that were the best. Now, the generals didn't end up there, but I thought the generals and stallions had by far the best two offensive lines. And that went pretty far. Stallions won it. Generals got upset in the game prior to the championship. So it kind of makes me think DC is, is going to maybe win this championship with the way they play defense and the way that offensive line is, I think, far better than every offensive line I've seen. In, in this league. And this, that's another thing. It's like looking at the stats, uh, you know, obviously we still have this game, so I can't, I don't have all the numbers, but this team, this league doesn't run the ball. It, it continues. Uh, I thought five weeks in, maybe the numbers would be better. No, with the exception of this DC defenders game, uh, the, which they basically were the team to, to, to really run the ball. It wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Seattle dominating on the ground by any means. Um, the, the league can't run and it's there. It, you know, it, they don't commit to it or they can't run it depending on the team with the exception of the DC defenders, which I think gives them a gigantic advantage as far as the, the way the clock's going, how you can dictate the pace of the game. Um, mm -hmm. I think that makes them the best team in the league. I, I mean, I yeah, you have to say they're number one, of course. And as you know, I've been on the preseason with a big future on them. 750. That's looking great. They're now like minus, not minus, but they're about uh, 150. They're the only team, like you said, they're the only team that tries to run the ball and they, and they average double than the rest of the league. The league, I think, averages 77. They average 150. Probably definitely went up after last week. 
But um, yeah, I mean, they and and like you said, because of time management, time management and timeouts are so important because of the way the clock runs and the the watch teams burn these timeouts not unnecessarily. Like you need it the way the clock runs the way the way the clock runs the way it runs the clock in this league and. uh yeah, I mean, the only, if you want to say there's a flaw in DC, it might be their passing attack, obviously. So if they are down, we will see something different. That's why it is a big game next week, obviously, versus Houston. That we've never really seen DC down by 14 or so and see what happens well, then, you know? And that's what we were talking about, too, though. But it's like, it kind of reminds me of, you know, like the Ravens back in the day with Ray Lewis. And it's like, they didn't, they never got down because the defense is really good. I mean, yeah, they got down three points or seven points, but you can come back from that. I do think that will be the key to beating them is getting yeah. them down by double digits and seeing if they can uh, come back from that. But man, they averaged a little over seven yards a carry. <laughs> mm, I know. I mean, that's and, you, that is domination. <laughs> that, that's that almost, you're almost getting a first down. You're almost getting a first yeah. down on every rush. Uh, J Mark, what'd you make of this game? Well, I will tell you that it makes me not so confident in my battle Hawks future. Um, because I think DC obviously has their ticket punch to the playoffs unless mm-hmm. something drastic happens. I mean, I think that you can lock them up. And like we just said, talking about the last game, Seattle's playing so much better than they did those first two games. Their defense has stepped up. Um, it's going to be close, but it, it makes me really nervous for my, my battle Hawks future for sure. Now, after Seattle went down two games to be and two, I did grab them at seven and a half to one just to kind of cover my bases. But it's hard not seeing this be a DC Houston matchup in the, in the championship. Now I think, I think your St. Louis ticket will still be alive. If they claim they are residents of Texas, and if they can get in, <laughs> if they can get in that division somehow, there you that, go. <laughs> that's an easy path to the playoffs. Other than that, they're, they're going to be in trouble. Can um, we trade Orlando for St. Right. Louis? Get in there. Why can't St. Louis be in the, the Texas division? Get, give us Orlando. Who cares? <laughs> and I do b- believe they were saying, how could I take the bat? How could I not have the battle Hawks higher up? What drugs are oh, I yeah. on? I'm on all of them. All right. They wanted, and, they w- and, they wanted our drug dealers. Yes. <laughs> and your sobriety is the way is the reason why you don't know the extreme football league. Uh, that's what I say I out there you because man, dude, and I think this is going to be, I'm sorry for your battle Hawk ticket. I think that's a blueprint. Now the question is, does anyone want to commit to the run that much? I'm shocked by the way, guys, I really am that you have eight teams. And like I said, comparing it to the USFL where the USFL kind of just figured out like after week two, they're like, we need to run the ball more. Cause the, the quarterback plays not great. <laughs> and, and I'm shocked that you have really seven of eight teams in my opinion that are just hell bent on passing the ball every, every, every game. And I don't know what it will take for some of these teams to maybe consider Maybe they'll watch the tape of the Battle Hawks and say, "Hey, their run defense is terrible. Let's get after it." But uh, mm. I don't know. I'm still shocked that no one attempts to run the ball or can run the ball successfully in this league. Uh, J. Mark, do you think that will change over the next couple of weeks? Um, for some of the teams, yes, but not all of them. I think all of them are going to, or, uh, some of them are going to continue to be these pass happy teams. And part of it is because I don't feel like the running backs are that good either. I know the quarterbacks have been terrible, but, um, and maybe it's not the running backs. Maybe it's the line not creating space for them, but it, it seems like most of these teams are running the ball very inefficiently. And that's why they're not doing that either. 
Well, that's why I think DC will probably never go down unless they like by, by a big, big number. And, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say never because, you know, you might fumble the ball or your turnovers could have punt return, kick return, something like that. But it, this is the one thing that's like, I, I feel like in alt football leagues, the team that normally can establish the line of scrimmage and, and really in any football, but like you look at and see the chiefs win the Super Bowl, they weren't like a dominant uh, run team but they have an extremely rare gift of a quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, so right. uh, I, I think yeah, it is odd for a league where the quarterbacks are not good to lean heavily on the, on them. For <laughs> I find effort. it fascinating. I keep waiting. <laughs> I keep waiting for that, that tide to turn. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'm like, okay, they're going to realize that Jack Cohn sucks and they just must yeah. establish the seldom use no. play to your weaknesses. No, they're like, no, let's, <laughs> let's drop back 30 times. Uh, it's a, it's amazing that DC has won three of these games with less than a hundred passing yards in them. Yeah. It, Cause they just don't need to, but that shows to goes to show you why they are such a good team. I think. Well, and you guys are going to hate this. I'm sure not, maybe not you guys, but the <laughs> listener, because I know everyone laughs at me when I say you should run the triple option. Mm, if you want, if gonna... you really wanted to win games, if you really wanted to win games, in the, in a in a league that does not have a lot of NFL defensive talent, you should be running the option. You should be run, even if it was the speed option. But any any like to me, I can tell they're not trying to like. If you're the Brahmas, you should scrap everything and do it because. Yeah. Can we can we get a veer something anything? Yeah. <laughs> can we you know a wing T maybe a Delaware wing T? Can we throw a toss at them? There's a reason why those offenses have been successful for fucking a hundred years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a reason why uh, this isn't rocket science, but it's, it's certain, these certain teams are in denial about doing this. I would run the speed option, dude. I mean, look, I, this is why I also made the case that why would you get a, a lawn chair quarterback? Like to me, if I'm, if I'm one of these leagues and I could go sign even Quentin flowers or someone with some mobility that strikes more fear in their defense. I like that. DC has that, even though DC hasn't been great at passing the fact they have Tamu the fact they have the Eric King, Mm-hmm. They have an option where you have to fear it. You have to fear it just enough. And you also have the option of them. They run a lot of option read out of, out of the gun. So, yeah. and I think that is another thing. It makes the defense freeze for a second. It's just another thing you got to be prepared for. So it just doesn't, doesn't make sense to me. Why, why, why more teams aren't trying to do this. I don't know if there's orders saying like, Hey, we yeah, want to I'm sure there's a lot of yeah. things coming from above that say, listen, we need ratings. I mean, we know what ratings are and, yeah. What TV is the, the the rocket is divorcee business partner. They're calling the shots from up top and they said, spread it out and throw the ball. I don't care if you are Jack Cone. <laughs> and, and, uh, but look, I'm just saying, if you put me as head coach, I'm trying to win. I'm doing that. Uh, right. and, and J Mark Everett Withers was the head coach of JMU in 2011. Cur- <laughs> currently temples assistant head coach. Um, all right, look, before we get to the next game, I want to tell you folks out there that the XFL gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by WinBet. Yes. WinBet is the official online sports book of us and WinBet's now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other States and be on the lookout for the uh, WinBet win hour each Thursday from five to 6 PM Eastern time. During WinBet's win hour, marquee games of the week will have uh, better odds on WinBet, uh, basically giving you a better and larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. There's so many ways to to bet on the big dance. Sign up today. Receive a special offer. Bet $100. Get $100. Limited to state availability. And, of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. 
That's fantastic, right? There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer something to change terms and conditions. Winbet.com. I see tournament and older president state where WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gaming problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four. Yes, the Sports Gambling Podcast guys are going to be hosting, including myself, a Final Four watch party at the historic Ice House in Pasadena, California. Saturday, April 1st at uh, 7.30 p.m. Get all the details, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash icehouse. Also, we're brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Masters. Yeah, looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim in Circa and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world. You can win a three-night stay at Circa, uh, Las Vegas, that is, uh, to hang with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Let's go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party, and if you don't win the... Win the contest, you can still get a discount on your room using the promo code SGP15. Let's go. Uh, all right, we are back talking extreme football. Um, as currently the Renegades have a two-point lead with about uh it's gonna looks like uh 26 seconds. 26 seconds, maybe 27, I think, if they look back on this. Uh, so San Antonio going to get one more chance. All they have to do is get in field goal range. We'll see. I'm reluctant to believe that because Jack Cohn cannot throw past five yards. Um, why is Jack Cohn in there? But they told us he was out. They didn't start. I mean, they keep bringing, they keep bringing him back. What think, do have we done to deserve this Jack Cohn punishment week after week? And the Sunday night game, I can never get correct. So looking like I'm going to go three and one here again. Uh, still 27 seconds, but uh, they did put that one second back on the clock. But before we uh, talk that game, this is actually the third game is the game. I probably got the least amount of eyes on here. Uh, yeah. And that's because I was watching a heavy, heavy dose of college basketball. Uh, that was the bra. Um, no, no, no. Wait, no, uh, this was my game. This is my game of the week. The Vipers. Th- this was the, the one at Cashman field. Yeah. I was also flying. Right. Um, the guardians, they were, you left Norman. town as soon as this was kicking off. You said, get me out of here. I should have went to this, but look, you were in <laughs> Vegas six days. It's just foolish. Um, yeah. Guardians at the Vipers and, uh, man, Luis Perez's stat sheet looked fantastic. Vipers win 35, 32. Um, hmm. They get it done, guys. I've, I didn't watch this game, so J Mark, CJ, tell me. Or I guess J Mark, yeah. you first. Tell me what happened here. Uh, Quentin Dormady came in. He's yeah. no longer selling plays, <laughs> and looked really good. Like looked competent, and like he could be the leader of this team. It looked way better than Paxton Lynch, which Jesus. it's not hard to do. But um, yeah, this was a back and forth thing. I think. Honestly, I think Orlando should have won this game. Um, if if Dormady had, <laughs> I thought the same had, the week before. Yeah, if Dormady had played the uh, the entire game rather yeah. than them having Lynch in there for that first quarter, I think they would have won this game. That's a, that's a bit of it's a bit of a slap in the face to my Vegas Vipers <laughs> and my Perez stack there and bidet stack. By the way, well, huge DFS day for uh, for my team. I was still in it going to this uh, the, the tonight, but anyway. Um, 
Yeah, Paxton Lynch. I, wh- where was the news update on this, J-Mark? That fucking <laughs> Dorman, he's not only back on the roster, but he didn't steal. He didn't sell plays. He's back. Like, I got lawyers involved. Part of my handicapping of laying the seven was that I was going Paxton Lynch and Francois <laughs> on this thing. Next, you know, I'm watching Dorman. He light up the damn game. <laughs> 22 <laughs> of 25 for 10 uh, and a half yards a completion almost 50 uh, yard, 50 yard bomb to cover too. With like 30 seconds ago, it was, it was amazing. It was incredible. By the way, Marquette King just had an unbelievable punt. Did you guys catch yes, that? Yes, I, mean, I did. Hits at the one yard line bounce backwards. <laughs> yeah. so, so the Brahma's 90 yards away from the pay dirt, but uh, did he sell, did he I celebrate didn't get to, that? Well, I was going to say, I didn't get to see his celebration. The cameras yeah. didn't show that. Damn it. <laughs> uh, no, but this game going back to the, uh, going back to the guardians and Vipers still, I mean, both teams barely over combined, barely over 200 yards rushing. And, hmm. and I mean, Orlando just can't run the ball. They might be one of the worst offensive lines in the league as well. Uh, Rod Smith got it going for uh, Vegas, 18 for 62, um, 3.4 yards of rush. I mean, he got two touchdowns. <laughs> But uh, I mean, and, uh, how about Luis Perez looking fantastic? He looks inc- he looks incredible. He's the best quarterback yeah. in the league now. Yeah, he's amazing. So what's going on with Huntley? Is he just he's just injured then? No, he was he was dressed up and ready yeah. to go. But Perez is just running that uh, offense more efficiently. But that's the only right. That's the only joy I get in saying that Perez looked really good is that he supplanted Huntley. Huntley. Yes, Huntley. this plays Huntley. He's the, the two hundred thousand dollar man though. You know, right, I mean, he's, he's doing like what AJ McCarron would have been doing in the NFL, holding the clipboard but being paid some money <laughs> over everyone else in the league. He's Jack the Cone. highest paid clipboard holder in the XFL. I'm sorry, guys. I'm watching this game while it's going on. Jack Cohn <laughs> is so bad. He is. So this is what I mean. Go get an athlete. They're out there. Who's he throwing that one to? I have no <laughs> idea, but that's what I'm saying. You can find maybe the quarterback that's not the most accurate that can run. Mm. That can do that same pass that that Jack Cohn just did. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. There we as it looks like uh, is that a final then? Like not yet, but J Mark's about to cash. We got nine seconds left. They're ninety yards away. It's I'll why I went. Play by it's why play. I went with the Arlington defense on the DFS. Jack Cohn is the only. They're the cheapest ones. But I'm like, I mean, and intercepted. There we <laughs> go. Yes, that there is we the go. Game. <laughs> Bring that in. As I'm Jack trying to crack Cone that top picked. 100 out of 5,000 this week. Huge DFS. I can't believe Arlington's nice. three and two. That is that is unbelievable to me. Yeah, Arlington is. Terrible. There needs to be more teams in this league. I thought, uh, like I said, I was watching a little bit, and I, and I loves, I love Stoops, and he's just so great because he doesn't even. He acts like he's not even coaching this team. He's just, a, he's just <laughs> watching it like us on TV. He's watching the games on TV. Like Cone came over, he's like, hey, he hit, you know. Or, I mean, not Cone. Um, What's Sloter. the quarter? Sloter. Yeah, Sloter. Yeah. Kyle yeah. Sloter came over and he was like, Coach, they hit me in the face. You know, have him review it. He's like, We saw it. The, we heard the announcers. The announcers said they did not, nothing doing. So, whatever. Relax. You're a spring quarterback. Right. All right. Focus <laughs> on, on not throwing another pick. Right? Yeah, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you in on a secret, Kyle. Uh, nobody likes you. Okay. <laughs> so they're not going to throw a flag for you. We don't like you. We have to have you out there. So, yeah, they're, they're not going to overturn a 15 yard penalty for you. So Orlando, uh, Who do you think, Luis Perez or something <laughs> going back to the <laughs> Orlando game, Orlando at 364 yards of offense. Vegas did actually beat them yardage wise, uh, 392 yards. You know, that Vegas, means- looks, Vegas's offense looked great. Jay yeah. Mark, first of all, saying they would have lost against Dormady Orlando played. I know, but I'm saying they wouldn't have <laughs> lost the game just because if Dormady played the entire time. I'm not saying Vegas is a good team. I'm just saying 
They're, they should have won that game and they did. Well, I'm so interested to see your guys' power rankings here in a minute, but I guess we should talk about. And my over, the, my over in that game was the lock of, of my lock, by the way. It was. True. I do want to stress that. We should talk. Oh, yeah. There you go. Stress that. Stress that. Let's I go. Was, <laughs> uh, stress picks, please. I want to <laughs> stress a winner and uh, <laughs> stressed out. Should uh, we <laughs> start talking about the Brahmas being the worst team in the league? 181 <laughs> yards of total offense at home today. And I was disappointed by their fan turnout. I don't know how it was Vegas. All right. Did they show up? Yeah, they had a crowd. They, they, they had, uh, I mean, they had 6,000 some, I think. Yeah, but they, they, it only holds 11,000 though. So, and half yeah. of them were just wandering in from the March mat from the strip from the March Madness. They had no idea they were even there. Are there strippers a, here? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a viewing party for the UCLA game. Uh, that's the thing here. So, I mean, I was disappointed. Like part of my handicap on taking San Antonio to beat Arlington was, I remember the AAF crowd with the, with the real commanders. Um, and, uh, they were awesome. They were a lot like St. Louis's crowd, if not, if not even better from my recollection. Uh, and they played it at the same time that the XFL did. So it wasn't like yeah. a later, like USFL. Um, but I don't know what it is, but I was disappointed by the crowd tonight. And I thought that was my real handicap. I mean, I, I, and I think Arlington's terrible, but Ar- here's Arlington three and <laughs> three and two now and San Antonio's one and four. This is this is pretty shocking to me that yeah. we're we're gonna have I have a future on Arlington so I should be happy they're gonna end up in the playoffs I think but uh, this game they have 253 yards of offense which all right I guess. I will say we, we were all on the under in this game though that was correct right yeah, yeah 12 10 was. final 12 10 final 22 points ooh and if you and if you didn't like this 12 10 you're not gonna like next week's 12 10 because they're running it back in Arlington next week same teams. <laughs> So, well, I mean, Sloter, Sloter, and he didn't do great. 14 of 26, 148, five yards of completion, one pick. I mean, and by the way, I, I thought he should have got picked a couple other opportunities, but yeah, it just he did didn't have happen. Drop but it. Hey, they got it done. I think they're better. I think they're going to beat them again next week because I do think the offense has a little more pop, especially if you're telling me Jack Cohn is their starter. Hmm. I do think Arlington might have a little bit of a better offense guys. What'd you make of this matchup? Uh, uh, CJ, what'd you make of this one? It was ugly. That's all I can really really <laughs> say about it. And you, and uh, I mean, I guess you can say Arlington was slightly better on offense. Uh, Cone had a terrible pick. They were about to score to go up two scores. There it was in the corner in the end zone, right? He picked it off the two yard line and um, it was, yeah. I mean, it's just ugly. They out, they out grudged them and they out, uh, they out ugly them. And but Cone was worse. So so it wasn't that bad. He did get beat up around, but like I said, like no one no one no one cares. You have to earn those things and no one likes no one likes Slaughter. No yeah. one likes Cone. <laughs> and uh <laughs> Patrick looked good. I will give him that uh, fine. I mean, I I don't understand why they don't uh feed Patrick 15, 20 times a game, like we were saying. I mean, obviously it has to be the offensive line, but um he's continues to do he's my Earl Campbell two point oh CTE be damned leading with the head and just knocks you knocks people straight back. He was, he was great. You know, some of the running backs were great. Even Kyle Ballage is Cone um, the worst quarterback in this league. It's tough. Yes. I think he is. I think he is. <laughs> he, he did was. have, you know what you want Cone so bad. You know why he is the worst because he fooled us with those first two games. And so now he's getting, which given him there a, a longer leash than he deserves, <laughs> you know? So, so we have to endure this because of those first two games he had. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm pretty shocked. I thought the crowd turnout would be better. I thought that would send it home for me. Nice cover there. Uh, J Mark was right on this. J Mark was out, right on that. And shout out to XFL Jim. Great guy. Uh, we've been yeah, to XFL, XFL games Jim. together. All right. Shout out to the Los Angeles Avengers. Rest in peace. Uh, no, Wildcats, <laughs> not Avengers. Avengers was a fucking arena football team. Wildcats. <laughs> there we go. Uh, all right. Well, look, let's power rank these things before we get out of here. I I'm going to let you guys go first because I'm, I'm very curious and I'm uh, you know, I like to dive into my, uh, my, my mm. ego and uh, you know, just curious, J Mark, who's your number one ranked team in the, in the XFL. Just real quick on that last game. Um, Senate looked like his ankle was pretty injured. I don't think he'll be back by next week. So we'll see more of cone. And then uh, oh. Kenneth Faro the uh, running back for Arlington who actually looked like the better running back over Davion Smith got yeah. injured as well. I don't know if he'll be back next week. So just some injury updates there. Uh, number one, you, you got to go with DC. I don't know how you can't after that right. performance and how they've looked. You just, you have to. Yeah. They're ground attack. Uh, I mean, CJ, who's your, yeah, who's your top team? Of course, of course, DC number one. And that is, and I think that was definitely the most impressive the victory of the weekend, Loki, even though we we're all excited for that Houston Seattle matchup. Also DC St. Louis was one a and, and DC winning in St. Louis like that. And, and not, and uh, having AJ McCarron's kids having to watch him lose for less money. It was just a uh, devastating, devastating loss for St. Louis backers and tickets and coach Tony meatball, but DC look, DC looks great. You got to have them. Number one, best offensive yeah. line, best defensive coordinator. They look like a, just a well-rounded team, even when mm -hmm. they've had to pass, you know, not necessarily would say they had to, but in, in a couple games, Tamu has looked all right. Good enough, especially in a league that has quarterbacks like this. I think you got to have the defenders. Number one, they, they host the Houston roughnecks on Monday night. We got Monday night football next week, folks. Hell yeah. Um, wow. Then, uh, for me, number two. Well, no, I, I want to hear your guys. Number two. Let's go. J Mark go <laughs> Seattle. Um, their, their defense has improved and they've been the best offense all year. Even if they haven't put up as many yards these past two games, they're still a great offense. So yeah, Seattle's my number two mm. CJ. I'm actually going to go with Houston. Still number two is, is my <laughs> ranking. That's a that's a that's a classic troll power. They just yeah. lost to them. How could you do it? <laughs> Take the full body of work. And like I said, COVID, <laughs> no yards for Seattle last two weeks. If anything, they plummet. They might plummet down to seven three. I'm just joking. <laughs> about I'm joking about that about Seattle. But I, like I said, I'll I'll give Houston short week in Seattle versus June Jones and night. We're going to see proof. They're going to. Uh, I bet they do have a big bounce back for DC. I want DC to win, but we'll see. I, I'm not ready just to discredit what Houston did for the first four weeks because of that. I am all right. And uh, <laughs> look, I don't think they're that good of a team. They got I the worst it. teams down there in the in the South. I and uh, you know, I think I think the Seattle Sea Dragons are the second best team. And I think you can make a case if Danuch doesn't fumble the ball at the one yard line, you can make a case they're maybe the best team in this league. But uh, I think, I think you got to have those two. I think you got to have those right. two. The roughnecks are living rent free in the South with a bunch of shit football, playing FCS football down there in the FBS up in the North. They came, they finally took a team from the North. They got the tar beaten out of them. All right, let's go. Can't wait for that Monday night matchup. Um, yeah. That's my number two. Uh, before we get to our number three though, I want to tell you 
that the XFL gambling podcast is brought to you by underdog fantasy as underdog fantasy is heating up for March madness and college pick is a great way to get on all the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one, which mine was plus underdog fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that pro promo code SGPN for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. And by the way, underdog fantasy does have the XFL too. So get on over there. Nice. Um, okay. Well, uh, let's, let's, let's get to number three, CJ. I'm sorry. No, no, no. J Mark. All right. J Mark sure. leads the way here. Number three. What are you doing here? J Mark. I'll get shit for this, but I'm sticking with my, uh, my heart here. St. Louis mm. putting them at three. Um, yeah. I still think they're a really good football team. I just think DC is, uh, showing that they're the elite team. So I, st- I got St. Louis at three. Ooh! wow. All right. Well, CJ? that's, I do like how you're just saying, Hey, you're, <laughs> you're worried. They can't make the playoffs. Uh, uh, they can't be the top two in a 14 division, but yet you have them the third in the entire league. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that's it. how I good love the it. North is. <laughs> no, that's exactly the kind of logic we want in these power rankings. That's how we get Reddit fired up. There you go. Um, Real quick, I see it is the comments we're talking about. Everyone just discrediting Houston. XFL Jim says Brandon Silvers is bad. Is maybe who they thought he is, and they did lose Kirkland in that injury with that injury early in the game. But uh, Terrell Harris, they did it. Terrell Harris wasn't bad though. As their number two receiver, so I don't know. I don't know. Silvers kind of looked anyway. Where are we at? Number three. Well, I see Dragons, of course, is for me. Um, even only because I mean, not only because we love June Jones or offense. I'm a little worried about how the, the offense hasn't been good the last couple of weeks, but their defense is coming out of nowhere, and they are one of the best units in, in the league. I mean, they're like, like J Mark said, if their defense is anything like that going forward and then they're off at, we know the offense with, even with the Danuch giving his family balls out, you know, <laughs> it'll write the ship eventually just because that's what they're going to do. So if that defense stays like that, yeah, they're, they're going to be a problem for sure. Yeah. I got to put the rough next AJ Smith is still a June Jones guy in these, uh, in, in these leagues. I think, uh, you know, anyone that can get the offense going smooth, mm-hmm. which I think I talk shit about the roughnecks, but I still think they are the third best, you know, offensive team in this league, uh, that I can count on, uh, and Wade Phillips still coaching their defense. So I think there's a little bit of credibility there and, and they should dominate, continue to dominate the South. Um, so yeah, g- give me, give me them as, uh, as my third team fourth. J Mark, where are you going? Houston. I mean, um, you laid out why they are a good team. The reason I have mm-hmm. St. Louis above them, aside from the fact that I am a battle Hawk fan and I'm hoping my future ticket pays off. Um, I actually think they run the ball better. I think St. Louis can run this ball better and just be a little bit more balanced. And we saw Seattle. If you can shut down that passing game, they can't move the ball very effectively. Houston can't. So that's why I dropped them below St. Louis. Wow. Interesting. Uh, CJ, where are you going here? I have St. Louis four. Uh, I think they're the king of the mediocre teams of the league. There's a, there's a top, there's a top level team. There's mediocre. And then there's the bottoms and they're St. Louis is the king of the mediocre. Everything about them is mediocre from their mediocre city, their mediocre region, their <laughs> mediocre fans. Yeah. So, AJ Everything is just painfully mediocre. And, uh, but they surprised, they surprised and disappointed me at the same time. They surprised me with the St. Louis, the Seattle win. And then I was really disappointed in their effort, actually, to be honest with you versus DC at home and that revenge spot. And I thought they were closer to the talent level and they, and they weren't, that was embarrassing, but I'll still put them at four from their 
Turner record. Even though they, they luck boxed even those first couple. I know, I know. Look, <laughs> I'll know? put them. I'll still. I, I agree with you. I'll put them at four. Right. If they play Vegas tomorrow. I think I'm taking Vegas. I mean, it's, I'll, I'll it's, tell you that right now. I think I'm taking Vegas if they were to play to, to uh, tomorrow. Uh, but give me the Battle Hawks at four, and I think I just answered who I have at fifth with Vegas. But J Mark, who do you have at fifth? Arlington. Fuck Vegas. Um, I've been on that train this whole time. They barely beat the Guardians. The Guardians suck. I think Arlington the Arlington barely beat whoa, Arlington whoa, won twelve whoa, to ten. Whoa, 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 That's whoa. fair. That's fair. Um, I just think this Arlington defense is is too good to drop them below Vegas. Vegas can't stop anybody. Whether it's I guess they did kind of stop Lynch, but couldn't stop the uh, playbook selling Dormity. So um, so I have Arlington next in my fifth spot. Mm. CJ, who do you have in fifth? I have Vegas five. Come on. This is a different Vegas team with Perez in there. They're running and gun. Don't forget. They almost beat the they almost beat Seattle at home. And they needed a Josh Gordon fourth down conversion with a minute to go. And Orlando only got that cover. There's another, they, they do like letting those, those hail Mary backdoor covers and losses. That's for sure. But uh, no, of course they're not a great team, but they're on their way up. That's like, like uh, Dundee said, they play tomorrow. I'm taking Vegas. I mean, yeah. we were just there. The city was a buzz. About the, uh, <laughs> there was, there was, I was in the shitter and, uh, someone said someone in the shitter next to me said, uh, you know, the Vegas Vipers, Vegas Vipers are a team to watch out for. And that's all the buzz I heard. A lot right? of buzz. Sweet, uh, <laughs> happy, uh, Geronimo got involved. I mean, Perez has got, Perez has got a whip. I wouldn't want to face that. Uh, yeah, I agree. Okay. Who's your worst team in the league? I have to me. You ready to get crazy? Yes. I'm actually not going to take Arlington. It's San Antonio. Mm. Houston moves. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. Orlando is still better. I don't care about the records or Orlando <laughs> can move the ball better. They're a better team. Yes. Uh, Orlando's had a tough schedule too, to be honest with you. So I have, I have San Antonio as the worst team in the league. Uh, J Mark. Who's the worst team in the league? Did we jump from fifth to last? Um, I also have the Brahmas as last. Oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. We didn't name sixth. I'm sorry. I thought <laughs> we were on seven. seventh. So I was like, uh, what? I got to get out of here. So yep. six, uh, seven, eight, just to call yeah. the Texas trios, San Antonio and Arlington. You can split the difference between those mops. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, t- it's tough to get Orlando out of last place just because obviously they haven't won yet. Um, but they, but this now this thing with Normandy, I mean, I'm st- my mind is still blown that now is he back on the team? <laughs> and, and this false accusations of yeah. selling playbooks, and now he's now he's on the field. I need a thirty for thirty. I need a thirty for thirty. And he's the best quarterback they've had the entire time. He's never played. What the hell's going on down there? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. A <laughs> lot, a lot of a lot of what the fucks are going on in Orlando I mean, there. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I go. So my final three then. All right. I'll put Arlington as the best of the three, even though I tend to think they suck ass Mm -hmm. Uh, Two Orlando and final. I'm going, I'm going San Antonio, Jack Cohn. Get out of here. J Mark, your final three. Yeah. Vegas, Orlando, San Antonio. There we go, folks. Uh, Wednesday we'll be, we'll be back to preview week six preview and picks. Uh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for uh, the, the what we got set up. Obviously, like I alluded to earlier, 
the uh, the Monday night football matchup is huge. And then uh, so next week's schedule: Seattle at Orlando. Oh, beautiful for my future. Uh, St. Louis at Vegas. Guess what? Guess what, guys? Cashman Field's Ooh, gonna yes. be rocking. Yeah, I can't wait for that game. That's the J Mark comeuppance game. Yeah. St. Louis at Vegas. I can't wait either. <laughs> San Antonio at Arlington on Sunday, and then Monday Night Football. The Roughnecks at the Defenders. Folks, make sure you check out all of our feeds here. All right, the Bottom Line Bombs podcast just went live. CJ does great work over there. Also, yep. check out his stand-up comedy. He's a very fucking funny comic. All right, give him a follow on Twitter at CJ Sullivan underscore. Check out all of his work. Um, also old fashioned football. You guys doing yes. more, more draft stuff. What are you doing? J Mark over there. Um, so right now we're covering the free agency, um, and how that affects everybody. The guys that went to the new teams, the guys that are on the old teams, just everything. Um, we got a huge guest on four, four when we launched to our own feed. So check that out. Ah, there we right. go. There we go. All right, folks. And uh, check out the college football experience, the college basketball experience, the USFL gambling podcast and the college baseball experience. Uh, also get the SGPN app, which is free to download in the app store and Google play store, grab all of those and uh, excited to come back on Wednesday and pick out some more winners. Another three in one week for your boy Dundee fucking final game. I can't get those Sunday night games, right? But anyway, this is the XFL gambling podcast. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Marks the spot. X marks the crossroads. Two straight lines crossing over in the middle. That's the letter you must see to find the treasure or the clue. Or the X-ray machine that's looking right inside of you. X is the letter without which one could not do. X the spot. X stands for danger.